Yo! This is the ancient Texan. And this is about the American bully. Or the righteous American bully. We've got sanctions right now on three countries that I know of. I think there's actually more. One form or another. Russia. Cuba. Venezuela. We essentially use our financial system to block them doing business with other countries. Now we can kind of justify the Russian one because, you know, it's so obvious what they're doing, but we'll come back to that. It's not quite as obvious as it seems. But even there, America didn't keep his promise not to push NATO closer to Russian border. So they're kind of like the, play, the kid on the playground that, you know, gets in someone's face and just stands real close to them. And it's kind of like, and then, you know, the other guy hits hits the guy and then the, te then the bully beats him up and then the teacher says, why did you do that? And he said, well, he hit me first. Well, it's because you're in his face type thing. I'm not sure that was real clear. If you've ever been on a playground, that'd be clearer to you. But let's let's look at Cuba. What exactly are we afraid of from Cuba? We're going to proselyte the world, and communism is going to come here. It's going to go into other countries. If we let them be successful, it'll show that communism and socialism works. And we don't want other people to go down that road if it does work. Or we'll show them if they get to trade with other people and they're successful that it doesn't work. I, I don't I don't get this I don't get the master plan here. Well what's the result? of our sanctions on Cuba. People are starving. People are dying of COVID. They've actually developed their only the their own COVID uh, vaccine, but they don't have enough syringes to administer the vaccine. So a lot of people are dying because of US sanctions. How how do we like how do we think that's different except maybe on scale how's it different than what Russia's doing we don't do it with military we do it with well we kind of we can enforce our sanctions with military we don't let people use our economic system and we make other countries not do it or they'll get left out in the cold too so how is that different than Russia? What we're doing sanctions is killing people in Cuba. Now let's let's look at, you know, and so I, I have no idea what our motive is in Cuba. I, I do not understand the game plan at all. We're killing people for nothing, best I can tell.
Cuba in Venezuela, our excuse is Maduro is not the legitimate pre president of uh, Venezuela, and so he had an unfair election. Kind of, you know, we think he did what Trump tried to do. What if Trump had been successful? Would we want, say, Russia or China coming in and getting it fixed up for us? Would they have the right to come in and get it fixed up for us? Does that give us a right to come in there? Well, I actually think in, in, in Venezuela, it's clear to me why we care. Venezuela is sitting on the biggest oil deposit in South America. And if we get a government in there that's friendlier to us, who gets back in Venezuela to get the oil fields working again? Guess who that might be? Guess who might get back in there? I'll give you a hint. The elite in these oil companies are friends with the elites in the U.S. government. I think our motive is very clear. There's a lot of oil in Venezuela. We don't control it. Uh, Venezuelan people have been trying to just... They did, they did a really crappy job in taking the oil. And they their motives, I can't question. They tried to take oil money and use it to give everybody a better life. Even people in Cuba, they sent oil to Cuba. What a concept. Take natural resources and distribute among the people. We can't have that nonsense going on in this part of the world. Now, Venezuela didn't do it smart. They borrowed tons of money because they were making tons of money from oil. And they didn't use that money well and there's probably a lot of corruption that it went to a, a lot of people's pockets and only a percentage of it went to actually doing you know, projects like roads and bridges and education in Venezuela. But a lot of it did go to subsidies like food and oil, gasoline for the people. Which, we can't have that nonsense in America or anywhere close to America. So now, our sanctions to get people that we want back in power in Venezuela is killing people. Very similar food, no gasoline. The economy's collapsed, their currency's no good. Um, people can't get out of Cuba or Venezuela. Cuba, they're really screwed because they got oceans in the way. Venezuela, they can at least, you know, wander 
over the border and go other places legally or illegally. Mostly illegally. But we really screwed the people in both Cuba and Venezuela. And people are dying in both countries because of our sanctions. Because we're a mighty and we think we're righteous and noble. Now, there, there's a thing and there's a parallel here actually in Russia to what we're doing in Venezuela. You want to know? Guess where the biggest oil field is in Europe? Do you, you know where it is? Eastern Ukraine. The land that Russia is fighting over right now has the biggest oil deposits in Europe. North Sea is competitive size. So, what would happen if Ukraine was able to bring in outside companies like, you know, the Exxons of the world? and develop that oil field. Ah, Russia has a near monopoly right now on oil, gas. That, ah, a lot of countries are pretty much dependent. You know, half-ish of the energy comes from Russia. They would have a competitor in Ukraine that's close by, it's easy to deliver, there's already pipes in place, maybe not completely adequate, but enough to get the ball game going. There's U.S. world big oil technology that could make this happen in a few years, be a competitor to Russia. I think a lot of the Ukrainian war is about controlling the oil field. A lot of noise and smoke about, you know, overthrowing Ukraine. But why overthrow Ukraine? Yeah, NATO gave them kind of an excuse. But there's big oil fields. Why is the U.S. so interested in Venezuela and, you know, fixing their corrupt political systems? I mean, what... So we're sanctioning them and breaking the economy further and killing a lot of people in the process. Ah, controlling oil, controlling oil production. The day of fossil fuels is not over in the slightest. We're in some kind of a lolly law illusion land about this being the end of oil. Oil's got another few decades left in it. I'm still investing in Exxon. 
Why? Because it's a pretty dependable stream of cash coming into my retirement. And I don't think you switch the world over to alternative fuels with just solar and hydro and renewables. I don't think it's going to work. I think we need to have nuclear and I don't see that happening. So as long as we don't have nuclear in the power mix, I think Exxon's a good bet. Chevron. But what is Russia and the U.S. have in common? They're both willing to be the bully and kill people directly with artillery or indirectly with sanctions to get their hands on oil. I don't think there's many good guys when it comes to power. That old saying, power corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So, you know, we do it neater and tidier and you know, it's not as messy as the way the Russians do it. But we're killing people and nonetheless. And starving's a pretty crappy way to go. And a lot of that's happening because of U.S. sanctions in Cuba and Venezuela. Just the way it is. We can rationalize it all we want. But I don't think we're using our power in these two cases, Cuba and Venezuela, in a way that's good for the common man. They're pretty good for the elite. And I suspect there's an angle there in Cuba too with the elite. I just don't quite know what it is. But it's a lot of effort to just keep strangling Cuba for 70 years. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan talking to you about the big bully. Bullies. Russia and America. Hope you have a good one. Namaste.